0: Love Talk Radio Yeah, yeah, so on behalf of Nia B and ensure the hustle for tuning in. We love y'all. Stay tuned. Hey I'm Anthony Smith and you're listening to Nea Bone. Yo, 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 what's up, it's your boy Jack Clay, Mr. My Beats is here, and right now you're in the mix with my girl Nia Boom.
1: What's up, it's your girl Tisha Cameron Martin, and you are in the mix with New York City's own DJ Nia Boom. Keep it live.
0: This is Tommy Two-Face, and you are now tuned in to NYC Street DJ Zone. DJ Nia
1: Boom. Yo, what's up, y'all, this is Miss J from Philly, and you're now rocking with New York's finest DJ Nia Boom. Don't go nowhere for real. Keep it locked right here. Hey,
0: yeah, yeah. It's your boy DJ Boof. You know I represent New York City. You know I represent Brooklyn. And you're now rocking with New York City Zone. Nia Boom. Yo, Nia, Nia. drop that shit. Yeah, you,
1: you, 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 you the bomb, You the bomb. Nia, you the bomb. Hey, I know what it is. Girl, DJ Nia Boom here giving you the goodness as always. Y'all you know how I do. I thank you for tuning in. And y'all you know we have a special guest, of course. Um, but before we get him on the line, just keep in mind that you can always check me out, Fleet DJ Radio. That's com slash radio, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, you can also listen to me Tuesday, 7 p.m. on 100 Do It All Radio. Shout out to, you know what my whole radio family, everybody out there. Um, but we're going to get started with the show. We have a special guest, like I said. Um, Stan is going to be joining us from the DOPE organization, or is it? It's an acronym, D O P E. We're going to talk about that and what he's got going on. He's like a law enforcement extraordinaire. I think that's how I would describe him. Um, (laughs) Got a lot going on. So we're going to uh, chop it up with him. And uh, yeah, man, get to the goodness. Y'all know the number to call 323 443 7518. And let's get started. Stan, welcome to the show. Stan Campbell, correct?
2: Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Mia. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so I'm glad we can have you on tonight and chop it up about everything you got going on and your dope organization and the goodness that you're you're doing for the community. So Well thank you. You you're welcome. Let's uh let's start from the beginning. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and your your background. Uh I guess that's pretty you. extensive. But yeah.
2: Yes, ma'am. Uh, um just to begin, you know, um, I'm I'm the brother of Tisha Campbell Martin. We grew up in in North New Jersey. Um, we now live in Los Angeles, of course. Um, you know, in that, you know, after leaving, you know, Newark, I, I went to the Midwest and became a police officer uh, for Oklahoma City Police. I didn't really like the police back in Jersey, but I actually liked the ones in the Midwest. So, uh, okay. I, I took on that I took on that job, and um, I found that it was a calling for me. Um, so I worked for 20 years there and then actually retired, Wow. Uh, you know, in, in the meantime, of course, um, you know, doing things with the sis, uh, you know, doing security for her and, and us, you know, staying close. And, um, you know, right. I, after retiring, I, I decided, you know, I was going to move out to L.A. and we did. So out in L.A., you know, just hanging with Tisha, doing our thing. I started a business where I have a um I have a, a, a legal service, a national legal service in all 50 states, and we defend people who get involved in self-defense shootings. That's my my main bread and butter. And, um, you know, about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, you know, Tisha approached me after we started seeing all these shootings going across the nation involving citizens mm-hmm. and, you know, officers being targeted. And, you know, um, believe it or not, I was a, I was an a trainer for police officers for 15 years. And I I taught them Mm. use of force and de-escalation and I I wrote use of force curriculum and I taught across the nation. um, And I got a pretty good name for myself prior to retiring. And Tisha said, Hey, you know, being that, you know, all of this, why don't you put something together? So that's kind of how it actually started was, you know, by her trying to you know, wanting me to share with the citizens, you know, how to be safe and how to keep from getting shot by the police.
1: Right, right. Um, you know, like I said before, like it's. I think it's very important work, especially like you said, what's going on in our communities right now. What do you feel? Um, or how? Well, do you think? How preventable is this? How preventable do you think? Um, and we're talking well, about you know um, I would. I guess absolutely. we can say
2: now. And when, when you talk about brutality, Nia, it, it's it's not going to be brutality itself is something that has to be, you know, identified still by the citizens and officers, which doesn't happen too often, but it mm-hmm. needs to be addressed by the agencies and um, and. And they have to get rid of the, the bad apples that we see. Because there's a lot of good officers. A lot of people don't understand that there's about 850,000 police officers across the nation. And only 900, of, approximately 900 to 1,000 officers get involved in deadly force situations. And that's just 0.1%. Wow.
1: So that's, yeah. that's,
2: that's, le- that's less than 1% every year. and But the numbers get pushed out. We see it so much on the Internet. Uh, it's not as bad as people think, although one bad shooting, I always say this, one bad shooting is one too many,
0: mm-hmm. And
2: um, but but we get, as a people, because, you know, I've been black for 46 years, and yes, I've I've had police harassment also myself, um, you know, as a people, wow. we get stuck on racism, we get stuck on racism, yeah. and, you know, but I know it's a, a lot to do with training as well, so that's kind of where I push at it, with training for officers and citizens.
1: Right, right. I know. I see quite a few. I've seen videos where officers don't seem to be able to handle, uh, you know, um, I guess perpetrators. <laughs> they, they're not able to handle oh, yeah. them correctly. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, they just right. kind of resort to their, uh, you know, natural reaction, um, which Absolutely. they should be trained. And, and so I, it, yeah,
2: exactly. And and it's over. It's over overreaction. You know, so they
1: mm-hmm. they overact.
2: Yeah. They. They use the wrong words. They use too much force because mm-hmm. they don't have the training. And I mean, because you know, we size people up all the time, you know, in the urban area. And these officers stepping out here, you know, they realize it, that people are not afraid of your gun. They're not afraid of you. If you don't look like mm-hmm. you can handle yourself, you know, you're going to have a they're problem. They're going to try you. And yeah. They're going to try you. So the issue is mm-hmm. these officers, that they're hiring the wrong people. They're hiring these college students mm-hmm. to come out, never been around black people before. And right. they put them in these urban areas. And they get scared, and they use too much force. So, mm-hmm. you know, it leans more toward the training, the lack of of, of training, um, and then also the hiring practices. The hiring practices are flawed. So there's a lot that's going on, and that's one of the things that Tisha and I were trying to help push out there. Is you know, we want to let citizens know that you can educate yourself and teach your children what's expected, and also the things that's making these officers, you know, you know, uh, go too far. And we want you to be in the driver's seat of the encounter where, you know, don't meet, you know, that escalation of the situation, you know, where the officer is. If you run into an unreasonable officer, there's nothing you can do on the side of the road to change it. You have to stop. You know, you got to suck up your ego and then deal with the complaint process otherwise because there's always a gun there. And if he goes too far, and even if you can beat him, if if you can physically beat him, uh, you get to a point where, you know – you might lose your life over It's still not gonna work. Yeah. I was
1: gonna say. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's never I mean, gonna work needs out. To nobody should die over that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, do you think that expectations of the police officers, like you said, I think that's a really big issue. That most rookies, they are sent to the worst neighborhoods. They're sent to the, you know, to do kind of the, the grunt work. Um, do you yes. think that their expectations are uh, incorrect? So when they enter the the field, are they? Do you think? I mean, we we both understand like the training in general. I guess within the yeah. academy, when they're in the academy, mm-hmm. the training is not as not what it should at be. All. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so do you think they they get in there and they like it's a little shell shock? Yeah,
2: possibly? I mean, they're, they're shell shocked. Um, I mean, there's a lot of it. You know, there's a lot of components to it, but you know they. They they come through the academy and they actually get like, you know, two weeks of training, you know, mm. for physical training, you know, how to defend themselves and others. And in a lot of cases, because I was there, you know, they used to allow me to say, OK, this person's not good enough. I, they got to go. They, they're, right. they're a liability. And about, you know, 10 years ago, they stopped allowing that to happen because it cost $30,000 for them to put them through an academy and, and they felt it was wasting money. So they rather just push them through. Wow. And it's just kind of like pushing pushing through a, a D and a F F student in school. Right. I mean, no good is going to come out of that. So the same thing happens, except now you, you're giving these people the power to take a life and the power to put people in jail, and they shouldn't be on the streets.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it cracks all in the system. So I think we, you know, but this is a, a great start. Um, you know, that's definitely why I wanted to have you on the show and, and
0: you know, let my audience you know
1: about um, yeah, no doubt, man. You know, and let let the audience know like what we can do uh as a community, like you said, some of the what we can what can we do. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh you know, so dope stands for de escalating officer patrol encounters. If I did not say that already, I don't think I did. Uh but so if I'm stopped by the police, how should I handle it? What's the best way for me to handle it?
2: Okay.
1: So um if, if-
2: Yes. So for everybody out there, like, you know, getting the mindset of, you know, when you get stopped by the police, and of course, you know, it, it's an automatic fear. Like, I've yeah. like I i said, I've been stopped since, since I've been in Los Angeles for 10 years, I mean, for the past no, 10 times in the past five years. And no matter wow. what, even when I was an officer, you know, I, I still have that anxiety that goes along with it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to take one of four things from you, you know, they're gonna take some money from you, they're going to take your time from you. You know they're going to mm-hmm. take uh, your life possibly, or your or or your your freedom, and those things you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you you hold dearly. So yes. knowing that, knowing that you're already fearful, there's a possibility that we've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos, you know, showing officers being shot in the head, and you're watching videos of officers shooting, you know, um, you know, black people on the side of the road. Everybody's yeah, already they they off by. afraid of each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So you are, you're already afraid. Likes, I get so now,
1: oh damn.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, you know how it is.
2: Like, um, as soon as you see them, you start grabbing for your, your, you start grabbing for your, your seatbelt to make sure everything. You start yeah. looking down to see yeah. if he's going too fast. We all do that. But here, here's what you do. So if you get pulled over, okay, you got to really kind of consider it technically an arrest because if they say that you did something, a traffic. You know, violation, you can't leave that location until you sign that ticket, saying it's like the OR bond, sign that ticket so you can leave and, and deal with it in court. If you don't do it, then they can actually put you in jail for not signing the ticket. So mm-hmm. so if you think about it, like technically arrest, like, okay, if I'm arrested, I need to kind of act right. So I'm going to check myself. So you find out what's going on with the officer, find out, you know, what's, you know, what you've done. You know, one of the things to do to set it up for them, to make it safe, to make that officer calm down, especially at night. We'll talk about day and nighttime, but you want to okay. turn your music off. Turn your music off to make sure y'all can communicate, all right? Then you want to put it in park. So you take your foot off the brake so they don't think you're about to run. And then that calms them down a little bit. When they come up, t- roll all your windows down because they got the problems with the tinted windows. That's why they're grabbing their guns. And, right. then, and then you just keep your hands on the steering wheel. You start off with that. You're good. That's the setup. Now, if he's reasonable when he's talking to you, then you just be res- as respectful as that person will allow. If he's unreasonable, you know, just to look at his name and badge number, there's no sense in getting to a verbal with him. Just you know, make a note of that so you have it. But if he's just trying to deal with, he'll tell you what happened. Then what? Uh, and when he and when, you're about, when you about he asks for your driver's license, insurance, or, or or vehicle registration, then before you reach. Because that's the other problem right there. Before you reach, ask for permission. Say, it's over here in my glove box. Can I go get it now? That mm-hmm. way you know that he knows you're about to grab this. And when you do grab it, slow. Because we've seen people on the side of the road grab a wallet and get shot. And mm-hmm. then at the yeah. end of the day, mm-hmm. the officer is cleared because all he has to do is articulate that he thought it was a, a weapon. He felt and, threatened. And the court just, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he felt threatened. The courts are on his side. So to keep all that from happening so that you're safe, you need to do all these things. And I know, like I said, it's an ego check because it's like, why, why do we have to do all this extra? Well, because you want to you want to go home alive. And that's yeah, kind of what I'm pushing.
1: Yeah, and I think, too, we as, um, uh, what do we call pedestrians? Uh, <laughs> civilians, I'm sorry. Well, so yeah, civilians, we, citizens. Um, we, yeah, we have to be a little bit more understandable, I feel, as to what that officer might be feeling. I know if that was... You know, my line of work and I'm walking up to a, a car is unknown. I don't know what's going on in there. You know, I mean, I think that there's that fear too. Yes, you became a police officer because you wanted to protect and serve, but at the end of the day, there's still always going to be that fear of, I don't know what's going on. So I think we as citizens have to be more understanding, um, you know, and like you said, swallow your pride a little bit. It shouldn't be that way that you shouldn't feel like you're swallowing your pride. You should just feel like, okay you know, let me respect him and him doing his job as long as he doesn't get disrespectful, but even if he does Correct. bite your tongue and keep it moving it's not,
2: yeah, not going to be and a good ending and that's most of it, that's absolutely you know, um, that's the bottom line right there, I mean it's really mm-hmm. all about nobody needs to die over a stop sign we need to go home, yeah. I mean you, you, you can have your day in court, you can have your day at the police station talking about you know, talking to supervisors and, and chiefs and whatever, you know, sheriffs you know, whoever you need to talk to all of, all the way up to the mayor. But the issue is there's no sense of dying. So start yeah. off with protecting yourself and your kids and giving them the information. And that's kind of what we're doing with dope on our Facebook page, you know, dope, the movement on, you know, dope, the movement.com. We're, we're going to be pushing our videos and articles that, that pretty much tells you, you know, all these different things, give you perspective. We give you, give you a safe place okay. on the Facebook, you know, to, you know, interact. Cause there's a lot of officers on there. So you get a, you get actually a chance to talk to different nice. you know, people and you have their perspective and then you give yours so that even the officers, cause it's, this is also this platform is to teach them as well. Um, so we're doing that. We're trying to, you know, con- continue for training for them and push for training. Con- um, I'm pushing for, um, reform in hiring, the hiring process, reform in culture diversity. I, I believe that culture diversity should not be taught just in the academy I think that it should be as a point of hire, because
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know that if you, if you want the money, then you need to learn about these people that you're about to you know yeah, it's all about yeah. community
1: relations, yeah I think that's
2: absolutely you
1: know, so yeah. that
2: so that needs to be pushed into the heads of the officers because officers because it's just not there, you know, people are just trying to grab a check,
0: and mm-hmm. the problem with
2: that is that you you're signing up for something huge. Um, so the, you know, we're doing that, but we also kind of took a, uh, another different, because, you know, uh, Tisha's uh, son is, is autistic and he's 15 years old now.
0: Oh, okay. So, um, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so, yeah, so I, I kind of teamed up with a, um, an expert here in Los Angeles and we created a, another sub, um, division of dope, which is called spectrum shield. And what we do with that mm. is like a two day, a two-day retreat where we take 12 autistic boys and we teach them the same, how to deal with the police, all about Miranda rights, about searching, what the officers can do. And we put them in a position so that we see their natural fears and what they're going to do so that we can kind of, you know, teach them and make them mm -hmm. aware, make them aware and just like, you know, keep them safe as well, because they too need to know, you know, what to do so that they don't get shot by the police as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like especially, um, I see a lot of, I've seen a lot of that lately too, with people you know, with them not really being aware of what's going on mentally and thinking that, you Absolutely. know, the person is like being subordinate or whatever, like so that that's yes. that's that's great. That's a that's a problem. Um, all right, so how do you feel about body cams? Do you think you know what they're going to work um, or? It's,
2: mm-hmm. I, I have two thoughts on body cams. B- body cams, okay. are, are, you know, I mean, they, you know, police officers that are good, good officers don't really mind body cams because the majority of the cases, it would actually show the other person more in the wrong or they, they show kind of what the officer sees. The, mm-hmm. uh, but the problem that I have with body cams, I think everybody should have, them. I think the government should actually supply because like 18,000 agencies across the nation, only the larger ones have body cams. So the, the mm-hmm. government needs to step in and Trump needs to give some of that money up and give every officer in the nation body cams. I mean, because that way it'll be, it will be, yeah. it will make the citizens feel better. And, and we're okay with that. The second thing is on body cams is that I look at it as it's still a problem only because of where they're set up. It's set up in the middle of the chest in most cases, and you're only getting that one view. So you're not totally seeing the big picture because when we look at the NBA games and NFL games, the referee that just made it's the call, has to, he, yeah. Yeah, he's got to look at five cameras to see mm. what he just saw yeah so for, for everybody to come back and you know you know sideline quarterback and say okay you know th- that obviously was wrong but you didn't see the whole thing you didn't see what my eyes were seeing because although my chest is faced a certain way my head saw something else because i turned my, my head so they need to kind of re- reposition those to where they're on like two two cameras on the side of the head near where the eyes would be so that way where the head goes you know you know the cameras will follow so I mean, they really have a lot of things yeah. to change out there to make things better, you know, for the citizens and for police officers.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just like you said, you're not getting all perspectives, which I don't even know how they could. That would be, you know, definitely expensive to have multiple ones, and that would probably be uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> Do we, you know, I, I don't know if it's a yeah, problem, you're right, but I, I mean, definitely think it would be helpful.
2: I agree with you. I mean, mean, there's nothing that's perfect because at the end of the day, we're all human. And a lot of these decisions are made like within, you know, 30 to 60 seconds, whether or not you're going to pull the trigger. And, you know, if you start off by fixing who you hire, then you fix the training of the people you hire and make sure that you are getting people of good character, those who actually are here to do something good for the citizens and truly protect and serve, you know, and not just say it one time then you're going to make things better, you know, but we have to go back. I mean, we're we're all in the cars now. There's no, there's no officers getting on the beat, you know, even when you have community policing, there's only about five officers that are willing to do it. So, I mean, everything Mm -hmm. has to be changed. Everything has to be changed because there's a horrible history with police officers, you know, people of color, you know, uh, in this country. And it's going to take a while to get it all fixed.
1: Yeah. I definitely think community relations You know, just seeing them, just even if they're friendly, you know, I I think that that just, you know, if they see you say hi or open the door or whatever. But I think just, you know, having them in the community, and um, I think that would definitely help improve. But most, like you said, don't want to do that. (laughs) They don't want to, like, stand around. and Yeah. No. Up there, name it. But um, have you, uh, well, for everybody just tuning in, we got tuned in to Boom Show. DJ Nia Boom here, give you the goodness. We got Stan Campbell on the line with us talking about his dope organization, de-escalating officer patrol encounters. Very, very good stuff. Um, So y'all check out the website Um, and make sure I get it right. DopeMovement.com. Um, yep. dope movement.com I don't have too many. I've a, a couple more questions. Have Have mm-hmm. you ever found yourself um in a situation where you felt like you had to use more force than you would have liked? And, uh, and you know,
2: what, what, that, that's a great question, and, mm-hmm. and and I can answer it honestly. You know, um, I, I've never used what I would consider to be excessive force, but I I've been I've been heavy handed or, or you know got pulled into the emotions of someone fighting me and added an yeah. extra, you know, blow or two. Um, you know, just, I, I, I got on when I was 21 years old in the 90s, like 1991 is when I was hired. That was fresh wow. after Rodney King. And, and and in those days, you know, the younger officers got pulled into what the older officers were doing. So so mm, I, I yeah. got pulled into what those from the 80s and the 70s were doing, and they were heavy-handed. So it mm. took for me to get you know at, at about 5 years before I decided to take on the challenge of becoming a uh, instructor and learning more you know because I'm from the ghetto so I was able to handle myself but understanding you know the awesome responsibility of not using too much force is something that's learned and right. by me being able to be trained well and then training others to to change their mindset you know I actually was able to you know, train myself out of bad behavior. And that doesn't happen too often. And, you know, it runs in my yeah. family. You know, we, we, we can't shut up half the time. So we make people <laughs> listen to us. And, um, you know, so we, um, you know, I was able to, you know, be a leader on that police department and put myself in a position where people would actually listen to me. And there's a lot of times I would run into officers that just never been around black people, and they would learn from me. And I would wow. I'll tell them, so don't, don't treat, you know, the minority, meaning, uh, you know the 10% of the people that we deal with 90% of the time as what all black people are. We're not. We're not like that. So, but mm-hmm. you know, until, unless they're they have an understanding, they just don't know.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's you know that that's behavior that they that has to be um, you know they have to be reconditioned. And I think I think that happens in all facets of life where you just kind of stereotype. You don't really mean to, but it happens. So you have to just you know remind yourself that uh absolutely i mean we we all
2: yeah yeah i mean we all have biases and that's just something it's a it's a defense mechanism that every human has so that you know you bulk people together to keep yourself safe and it's Mm -hmm. the same thing you know the way the way we look at police the way you guys look at you know as as, well police look at citizens you know if you see the same people over and over again you know you're going to think that all those people are just like that that's
1: why you that's just the, it getting yeah. That's why the racism is, you know, increasing in that in that aspect because you're like, oh, all white mm-hmm. officers are bad, and that's so not the case. Uh, you yeah. know, so that's it's unfortunate. Yeah, but, and and and, you know. and then
2: really too, Nia. I mean, don't sleep on the black ones. I mean, it. it I mean, it, yeah. a bad officer is a bad officer no matter what the color.
1: Yeah, you know, people
2: think you can just keep adding more officers of colors. Like, no, you just add the right officer. You know, right. That's- um, the the, per- the person there to do the right job. You know
1: that's why i like uh my bad i mean since you But you know boys in the hood you know the classic uh during, oh, yeah. there i i like what um john singleton did with with that movie when he had the black officer because that was kind of the first time where you saw you know the hate in that that way so that was like oh absolutely really, um yeah that was really big but uh all right, I have some fun questions, but before we do that, real quick, um, okay. Zach, do you have any do you have any brand ambassadors or people that are out here kind of champing for this um this organization? And what, yeah, what well, are you doing you know, with
2: dope? I mean, of course, you know Tisha Campbell Martin, you know, supporter, and she's my partner hey. in, the, in, in the in the movement. Yeah, that's that's my girl. Hey, Gina. <laughs> but we are we're gonna um, we, we're it. actually. I know her big head so we're actually um, <laughs> no. you know she, she she's she's pushing you know to make this because she really wants to use her celebrity and you know her yeah. her following to get the message out there uh also her celebrity friends uh you know and, you know specifically Holly Robertson Pete is helping us push okay. you know a spectrum shield because she's real big in the autism community right. she has a son that is autistic uh she allowed me to the opportunity to be on her show for Pete's sake. And there's a couple episodes six and seven that that's coming up. I'm on two episodes where I sit on a, uh, a a police panel, a a panel about solutions and police shooting. So if you guys can check that out, that's coming up. um, I think episode six and seven on for Pete's sake on the own network. Uh, They allowed, uh, they, they created, you know, from what we talked about on there, uh, Oprah, you know, of course, shout out to Oprah and the own network. They created a couple of webisodes, And um, they allowed us to, you know, push that information out there, um, solutions on how not to be a victim of police encounters as well. Um, The Spectrum Shield, of course, you know, Dr. Wiley out here in Los Angeles, you know, giving us help with that, you know, to, you know, give the information to kids with autism. Uh, all those others that are helping out that's in the trenches to help push the word, you know, we, we want to get everybody to get on the website and take a pledge. And what I did was create a pledge for citizens and police officers to de-escalate situations yourself. So it's nice. just a self-promise. So you get on and, you know, tell your people to take the pledge if they get on there. Um, and, of course, you know, I'm always down with Fleet DJs, classic yeah. Fleet DJs, <laughs> uh, all other DJs out there that's down with Fleet um, Tisha and I had the opportunity to meet the guys down in Charlotte. You know, we yeah, guys had yeah. the uh, convention. Yeah, briefly. Yeah, you probably something. met me already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we um, we had a ball with you guys. You guys are doing big things out yeah, there, and on. you always support because you know to, to take to take the, the narrative away from music for a second and to put it on something that's really important for our people. That's huge, and you know, for you mm-hmm. and, and the Boom Show, and for, and and for you to do this is it's really huge for our people and your following. Me.
1: So we appreciate yeah, you guys. Nah, thank you. Like I think I think it's very important. Um, you know, and if I'm definitely going to, you know, do my part. Um, and I think that that would be really cool once you get to that point to kind of have like, you know, something where you you have ambassadors like just regular people, I guess. Because <laughs> there's a mm-hmm. lot of people I'm sure in fleet and people in general that would like to just you know officially like be behind this and 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 be able to push Correct. this. Um, initiative so you know like I said I'm definitely going to do my part but anytime you need help or anything you know you or whomever just let me know um, alright I appreciate it yeah man no doubt Less, um, okay my fun questions and then I'm going to let you go um, All right, gotcha. I usually do something different but uh, I mean I'm going to do something different for you <laughs> that's <laughs> this is not you know has have to do with music or anything but okay. just uh finish the sentence I just want you to finish the sentence. Yeah. So the first one is, I hate it when...
2: I have to go to the bathroom in public.
1: <laughs> well, at least at least you're not in New York. Oh, God. You, you're going to die. about it. Oh, you don't like them. No? Not even like nice, like clean ones? Like You just don't uh, like public
2: bathrooms. No, they're questionable because boys are nasty and they drip. So I wanna yeah. mess up in my shoes and steps steps too close. Yeah, I don't I don't like t- public <laughs> restrooms at all.
1: All righty See? then. Right. See <laughs> <laughs> so I got, like visuals. Oh god, yeah, that's horrible. I uh, know. Sorry right. about that. <laughs> sorry, know, I know. It's okay, but at least I ain't gotta go in there. All right. So right. next one is my favorite hip hop album of all time is or artist. Ooh. I'll take artist or album.
2: Okay, I'm I'm a little old school, so I gotta go KRS One, criminal minded.
1: Okay, all right, all right, that's cool. that's Cool from the Bronx. Yeah, the, I, what up? Okay. I think
2: very deeply.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you do you enjoy the conscious rappers now? Is there anyone now that you're listening to that? Uh,
2: I you like? I, I like Kendrick, of course. Um, I mean he he's doing some things. He's different. He he's not afraid to step out. Yeah. Um, you know who else out there that's like really doing it? j Cole. Um, you know, I I, I I really enjoy all of them. Oh, you know, I do love j Cole and and sorry about not mentioning it. Love j Cole, he's doing things. Yeah. But but it's always those who are just not just following just the cookie cutter rapper mold.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not, like not afraid crit. to, to speak up. Yeah. yeah And
2: then and yeah. I, and, and I got to give shout out to Common too cuz I always love oh, Common.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: But anybody yeah. anybody is yeah. still yeah. Send, sending messages through music cuz you know, I'm still so down with that, and it's, you know, artists and just just like what you do, artists and and those, mm. I mean, that they, they 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 make the world go round, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not gonna keep you too much longer. If you could just, um, you know, do a little drop for me, let the people know they listen to the Boom Show. Stand. You know what I'm saying? the dope. Let let them know what you do and and all that good stuff. Got you it whenever you ready hey, re- okay go oh, Hey sorry. everybody this is okay.
2: Stan Campbell we mm-hmm, do it ready Go Yeah ready Hey everybody this is Let me do it again Hey everybody <laughs> this is Stan Campbell from de escalating Officer Patrol Encounters and that's dope um listening to the Boom Show with Nia DJ Nia She's dope Oh <laughs>
1: Nice, right. see our little collabo? That was nice. I think yep, was we got
0: nice. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, so,
1: thank you so much for coming through and kicking it with us tonight. And, uh, you know, I definitely, like I said, I'm going to do my part in letting people know about hey, what I you're doing you. and your legal services. Definitely something we need, um, you know, for our community. Yeah. So um, that's, is there anything else you want to say that we didn't get a chance Absolutely. to talk about?
2: Um, well, I, I got to give a shout out to shout my out. business as well. So, uh, CCWsafe.com is a legal service for those who carry concealed, you know, when you get involved with self-defense shooting, you know, come see us. We take care of your, all your, your legal needs. Nice.
1: That's, that's really nice. Um, so, Alright, well like I said, thank you so much for coming on And uh, anytime yeah, you want to come so back much. Or anything, you're welcome Anything, you know, you want to share with me Definitely uh, send it over Or have someone else send it over But uh, yeah man, you got my support Hey,
2: thanks a lot Nia. And, thanks. and keep doing what you're doing <laughs> Spread the music, spread the word you're, welcome. You're, doing, you're doing great things
1: Oh, thank you, you too <laughs> Alright, all right. so we're going to get this joint on You have a good night um, And all y'all right. check out this joint Yeah, man, I'm going to get this goodness on for y'all real quick. Let's do a little bit of Nick Grant, Black Sinatra. You might like him too, Stan. He's pretty dope. I don't know if you know about Nick Grant. But uh, yeah, check him out. Oh, nice. All right. So, um, all right, y'all check this out. (laughs) Boom Show, DJ Nia Boom here, Stan Campbell. Y'all know what it is.
0: Uh, I got a thing for Benz's, throttle engines, hottest lenses, watches into Raji Henson. Fuck the fame, cause the game breeds phony friendships. My homie was the co-defender, code I had more to lose. We hit a lick, he spent it all on shoes, now he need a lawyer and he calling who? What's a boy to do? A southern nigga with these up north flows. Got more hoes than my childhood wardrobe. A lot of the times, niggas lying, they rhymes. In order to live forever, you gotta die in your prime. Too broke for white folk. Too rich to be in the mix. That's life, though. Walking this tight rope. Put your hands on mine. You know the outcome. Cash long like Johnny. dropped a double album. Balcony seats. Play the cut. Soup cut to a crease. Smoother than her X-Men. Peep the mystique. All I got is my word and my two genitals. I fuck a good, make to reach a pinnacle. This is for the niggas who sneak dissin' who probably on more lean than smooth criminal Shucking and jivin' street glorifying jigaboos When he ain't making what you make he feel miserable Black Sinatra, Ooh. Black, Sinatra. Black Sinatra Big Bills, big deal loud enough Got a lot, still ain't got enough You can't have a game when we done What people say I change Cause I got black cars, black Truck, black driver, that's up Black tux at the opera Money and fame, they come with more Problems, I live that Black Sinatra, uh, it took a nigga like JG to put me on, the rap Phenom, who else would he put the cream on That last nigga slept though, needed up Front, quiet as kept though, I'm like Marshawn Lynch with throat. Romello Sugar Hill Ghetto what you should feel, you need seem to win, tell Mellow recruit the skill, never so dope, but if I had the money from doing, I wouldn't need a deal, still I am under influence, call me Pablo, set the bar high, check the repertoire, never trust a chicken leopard bras. she a cheater, here's the epilogue, I like bras, that like bras, classy, never use the N word in white cars, you tripping if I ain't the hottest, fuck me, I'm modest, i probably make Rakim and Daddy Kane the proudest, she in the crib, looking at the walls, like you ain't got no plaques, it's cause the mother niggas ruin rap, who is that, gangsta living dangerous, with bodies pile up, Demand male Baidu, fuck a make a switch your style up. Got a pool full of Jessica Albers, we wild, bruh. You niggas handshakes ain't matching your smiles, bruh. And that's the way of life. Make it and pay the price. Pick a nigga like me to show your daddy raised you right. Nikki blue eyes, no eye flow miracles. Nobody, somebody get rid of you. Uh, big, big bills, big deal, loud enough. Got a lot, still ain't got enough You can't have a game when we done What people say I change. Cause I got black cars, black truck, black driver That's a black tux at the opera Money and fame, they come with more problems I live that black Sinatra